Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which can be, you know, cheesy, can be umami, can be, well, I mean, it can be very creamy. It can be salty and peppery, very, very spicy, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi. Let me tell you what we're doing. We're talking 90 Day Fiance. It's before the 90 days. It's season six, episode 12. This one's called Field of Dreams, which of course is a movie. And I'll tell you, Juan and I, in this moment, cannot figure out why this episode's called that. But if you build it, it will come. Or if you build it, they will come, which is a quote from that movie. I think so. <laughs> it is, but like, so I will, we, we will ask you guys, and what is the point of that being the title of this episode? And hopefully, if we ask you guys, you will answer. Um, okay, so starting off, we have a couple that we haven't seen in a couple of weeks. I think, I don't know how many, but we've got Riley and Violet. She looks so great in this picture. Yeah, I mean, we knew that he was going to get this piece because we saw it get made for him. So I was happy to see that he, he looks great in it. Mm -hmm. Looks good in Royal Bill. So we have two days later after the big kerfuffle with the supposed friend slash sister, Kim, or whatever her name is. And so he decides to ask her to come to have dinner or lunch at a cafe. And he says that he's not really well. You know, she says that she's not doing well at all. And this is his peace offering. He's like, this is a peace offering. Something that we do in America where we say, you know, here's the olive branch. So do you think that you could ever, you know, forgive for what I did to you, Violet? And she's like, no, <laughs> flowers do not make me forget, you know? So he's like, I understand your culture now uh, <laughs> and that friends are not, you know, like family, that family is family. And she's like, you say, answer her, answer her. I don't like it. I don't like it. And he says, or one of them says, I accept, but the sincerity is not enough. I think that was him. That sounds like him. Oh, no, she says it. She's oh, like, okay, I accept your apology, but the sincerity isn't there. Which it wasn't because he thought that he was coming with a peace offering, which means a peace offering means that we both did something wrong, but I'll be the bigger person and come there and I'll offer peace. But she thinks he should be 100% apologizing. And this is showcased a lot throughout this whole segment and their whole storyline, which is that he wants her to acquiesce that she's hurt his feelings in various ways, whether talking with the dad or, you know, whatever it is. More so, I will say he feels so sensitive. Sometimes I feel like he's like a little like some like Polly Pocket that like wants to be like cherished, like a little princess. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh you know Riley you are so special and you know I just I don't know I think that I don't I want him to be a little more stronger and just kind of like everything that she's doing for him even watching him go on the tour 
of like, you know, of, of Vietnam. It's just like, this woman is like sh hosting you. You just seem like a, you know, someone who's only too happy to be taken on a ride. There's no like, you're not it. You really aren't. Yeah, she's like, you had this person talking to me like I was a criminal and she was a cop, but you know, I'm not a criminal and she's not a cop. So he's like, well, am I the only wrong person? Do you think that you had anything to say? And he was, she was like, no. And I think the problem is, is that you ask me these questions, but I don't understand you. And he's like, all right, I will make sure I translate those questions. So um, she starts talking about the Buddhist culture and religion and, uh, you know, seeing if it's better for the both of them to sign up and, you know, do some spiritual things together. Next thing we have with them is them going to fly a kite, right? <laughs> to the tippy height that's all i know that song the tippy height i love yeah i loved her i love that she was like i'm gonna take him to a temple so he like respects people i'm not buddhist but i will wear this gorgeous coral number for this and i'll make him wear his old pantsuit um yeah he goes they go to fly a kite he does a good job and then two times oh no i guess not but this we get to have a conversation about what's real what's not finance wise which is always a fun conversation to have. Basically, she's like, okay, if I come to America, I can't work. I have the daughters and everything. You said you would take care of me. What does that mean? What does that mean? And I'm really happy about it, right? Because no one, like Holly and Wayne didn't ask right enough and like people have to ask. So he goes, well, and in savings and investments, I have $100,000. Is that enough for you? And we all know that this bitch said that she can't understand sentence questions you ask her in English. So why do you think that she's going to understand what $100,000 means in context to living where you live, which she's never lived before, and or that currency, American dollars? We all know that's ridiculous for in the moment to ask her that. Right, Wa? It is ridiculous. Also, for his big age, for him to have $100,000 wrapped up in savings and whatever that tells me that's his 401k and whatever job related investments that he's gone into he doesn't even have that in like ready cash now i'm not saying you need to have that because i don't but what i am saying is that if i were to bring somebody from another country and they would have to survive off of me for a while i would have at least a year's worth of expenses saved up that's just me and um he's like i make broke look good <laughs> and I was like, no, no, you can't be broke. You can just be like surviving or uh, a like a something type of just easy life, like a simple life. I make simple, but broke, broke is a different thing. It's a different, different level. You'd be surprised how many, well, there's a lot of people that really want to showcase a certain like style or taste, or they want to be someone that they're not and you know i feel like remember when he like all the jazz and all this all the cigars it's like you can't be smoking like a lot of really expensive cuban cigars honey you know like yeah we need to be saving those buns <laughs> yeah i don't know so then he's like he pretends that that's enough money for for her to come over with her daughters okay mm -hmm. when it's not quite that mm -hmm. and i don't agree that you can make broke look good i feel like it's mildly an oxymoron unless you make unless you really have a, a taste and a style and you really have to have like a keen eye on top of it and it's it's very hard to have that 
Yeah, I would say like Chloe might make broke look good. She's a student. She might not have too much money. Like, I think people can do it. I think that he's not though. I think that you're right and that he's more so like just pretending with his like cigars and his music collection. Like he's this guy. I know. He's like Frank Sinatra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, hey, you you talked to my dad about really sensitive stuff. And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, do you feel bad for for doing that? And she's like, no. And then. (laughs) Well, he says that the things aren't true. He's like, you know that you texted my dad after we fought things that weren't true. And then she was like, I was, you you did things to me and I told your dad. So I don't think that that's another point of contention. She doesn't think the things that happened weren't true. He does. So I think that he's like, you lied to my dad. She's like, no, I didn't. And again, this could be a whole conversation about how family works in Asian cultures and how the barriers of what they know and what you do, it might be different. You know? Yep. Absolutely. Are you ready to move on? So I can move on to Gino and Jasmine, which, oh gosh, this was a really short scene just to kind of wrap up his rude whatevers so he tells her that she looks pregnant that's the first thing i recall is they're walking (laughs) they're walking down and he's like you think you might be pregnant because you kind of looking like you might be pregnant and she's like are you saying that i look fat baby and he's like (laughs) yes i know he says no but we're like yeah that's what you said (laughs) Um, and so she's like baby what if i move to the united states and i don't want to have any children and he's like and she's like i know what it takes to have kids you know how much you would do anything for them except for it's hard baby i yeah it's we don't know what's real we get reminded the fact that she has two sons they're younger they're with the family all the time you know at I would say before the conversation about her looking pregnant, we got a fun shot of them trimming each, each other's nose hairs, which I love, by the way, I love grooming myself. I could not love grooming myself more. I like love the idea of like making sure all my hairs and all my hair, everything is like, you know, perfect. For yeah. me, when I say perfect, not like hygiene, like, you know, like I love the, anyway, so that part made me happy. And then, she basically this conversation about the kids goes every place that she has hinted it could go it goes to the place where she's like look baby i didn't even know if you could have kids because you can't even come at one point and then she's like look i my family you know obviously takes care of my kids here and if i go to america i won't need help and i'm like oh is she angling right now for him to you know promise wet nurses and whatnot and then of course, he's like, well, we have my family. And she's like, shit. I thought, oh, yeah. Fucking hate his family. Well, baby, you don't even know if your family likes me. What would I do? What would you do right now if I said I didn't want to have a kid? Would you leave me? And he's like, well. She's like, you would leave me. But then after this conversation, he goes, all I can do is hope that Jasmine changes her mind when she gets to America. And when he says that, we're all like, well, bye. You know, we're, we're just like, I oh, okay, well. He's just like. I'm going to retire and, and, and take care of the child all day long. And Jasmine is going to be Jasmine. Like, I, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know like, what he thinks. 
sorry. The last thing I'll say is Jasmine comes out a little bit also kind of saying, do you think we're going to be good parents? Also, do you think that I'm going to be a good parent? I think I'd be like, you can you kind of, you can see that I'm but batshit crazy that I basically don't even take care of my own kids. Right. You see that. <laughs> but now what you're saying is you want to invite me to be your child's mom, knowing that I'm half crazy. And then together we just scream all the time, but that's what you want. Just right here. Say it, you know, and the answer is he keeps saying it. Yes. Absolutely. But before we move on to Statler and Dempsey, let's go to a commercial. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's Shasha? I, I don't know. I wanted to. Okay. If we were going to sing a commercial out song, mm-hmm. I was, <laughs> what would it sound like? And I guess that the Herschel was me in my mind going up a third. Oh, okay. So if I would say commercial. Commercial. Are you hitting, are you staying on one note? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You don't believe me, apparently, which is interesting. Okay. And we're back from commercial. Commercial. So so let's talk about Statler and Dempsey. Dempsey fully told Statler what what it is and what it was, put her ass on the couch, and was like, good morning, crazy. Well, how are you doing? And she's like, "Mm, are you going to work? And she's like, yeah, crazy. I'm going to work. (laughs) So she goes to work. So then Statler has no one to talk to, but a friend apparently that she has who she makes a Zoom call with. And as they're on the Zoom call, the friend's like, well, you did sound crazy. Did you ask her or did you just tell her? And the fr- he's like, which is Statler. Yeah, she absolutely was like, you can't just like tell someone I'm going to move in. It's crazy because Statler keeps being like to camera, 100% honest is like insincere like i just don't get it we've been talking for eight months it's like what more do you want we've already been talking for eight months i cannot believe that you can talk to someone for eight whole months and this person not be ready to have a life with you can you eight months to have to waste like i'm just like are you, she sounds so Savannah style insane from Lock, Up the Lock Up, but we're also going to get a lot of her trauma and we get why. And I, you know, I will say this profound loneliness has been the root cause of a lot of people's anguish on the show. And, you know, I, I understand it. And what she says about the drive that she has to be in a relationship, I understand it, which is this. She sees it as 
She has been devoid of a certain type of love that people have. Sometimes they get it from their parent, right? Because they were born by their parent who loves them. And she was, she didn't get to have that because she was adopted, right? So she felt like immediately that the unnatural love of that was gone from her. And so from that moment, she's been like, I, okay. Other people get to experience this love. Some of it happens in parents, but a lot of it happens in what this thing is called relationships, romantic relationships where someone loves someone else and someone loves that person back and it feels really great. I, ahem, that's the remedy. And so she keeps going through this where she's like, I'm going to get to that place, honey. I'm going to get the magic potion where I get to have the love, the love, the love, the love. And I, I understand it. She's like... But I, you know, she's 31. She and every time she says she's there, like 31 or 34, she I, it sounds like she's saying that she's 75. And every time that she says that she's dated Dempsey for eight months, in her mind, it's like she's saying for 14 years. Yeah, it is crazy because she says 33 like she's on the edge of a cliff or her head is just in a guillotine. And if she doesn't have the love and living together and she wants to start everything and wants the unconditional like type of obsessive love that it's kind of like downhill and i'm like here i am 40 believing that the next 40 years of my life is going to be the 40 years that i do it right like i know that i'll be 80 by the at the end of that 40 years which is like a crazy daunting idea but i'm like i just want to at least be chilling by 65. Like 65 is when I'm going to be like, okay, 67, maybe I'll still be working. But after that, it's like full, just like chill. And I'm like, you have time, Dempsey. You have time. I mean, Sattler. So anyways, Dempsey gets home and she's like, hello. And, and Sattler's like, are you, are you, are you, are you, are you, are you still with seven, seven me? Oh, you know my name is my heart? I'm a seven man. And Dempsey's like, okay. Okay, you can come sleep in the bed now. And Sattler's like, oh, I was in a room. That's Sattler to me. Yeah, I mean, Dempsey does her best to really be kind, empathetic, and there for this woman she very much loves while still trying to be like, bound you know having grace or boundaries you know so i i give it to her i think that she moves throughout these segments with a lot of just tact and grace yeah i think so too tact and grace is what i was going to say move them on moving it on who do you want to go on to Mm -hmm. chloe and uh christian christian Mm -hmm. okay i want to also okay this is i'm gonna say this cleo Cleo and christian that's god damn it we're really horrible (laughs) Cleo. You wrote down, did you write this? Or did oh I write my it? God. Who wrote it down? Who's to blame? Fine. It's me. Okay. However, I'm changing it now. Okay. So we, we grow up, we grow up, we, I'm sorry, we stroke, we, we start on the street. I'm sorry. I'm like in my own world. You guys, did you know it's Sunday, August 20th when you're listening? There, I may or may not exist here tomorrow. Is she trying to here- tell me to grow up? Is that what happened? Was that a Floridian step of like, okay, grow up? <laughs> I would like to say we started on, but I don't know why I said grow up. I know. We like, we, sh- I want to say we show, we wanted to say we start on, we show Cleo's beautiful tree line street that her apartment's on in some London town, honey. You know what I'm saying? It's so cute. We go in through a window. There they are in that bed. The bed doesn't ever look comfortable. It looks like the bed is just like 
and I think the English style, like it looks like it's a smaller full size bed than normal. It, ha- it is a full size bed. It has to be just a full size bed. There's two people in it, but it just looks so small, you know, and Cleo is so lovely and long. So basically she's like, I'm going to go get my makeup on. And then she like kind of climbs over Christian and then Christian, she's in a full outfit and Christian's like, Oh, it's like, I didn't mean to do that. And it's like, I'm not quite sure what happened. Did he see her vagina a little bit or I'm sorry, didn't start whatever. Did he see her bits a little bit or any, any sort of bits? Like what would, you know, anyway, so that was one no, part she of it. Just, she just straddled him. I know. So it was like, Oh, just the act of the movement. Oh, the straddle. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So that makes more sense. And then the second thing is, then she goes and does a full, I mean, like, skincare ritual. And I want to know what it is. I think I saw a SkinCeuticals serum. Oh, okay. I wish she would do something on, like, TikTok. I've seen her go live on TikTok, and I'm like, skincare? And she's doing no. So we find out that she wants to get their charts done for compatibility. And let me tell you right now. Uh, I had had some beverages while I was watching this, as well as then she was like, I want to do a chart and I text messaged the gentleman whom I'm the closest with at this time. And I was like, can you please tell me your birthday? And he was like, I mean, your, um, your, when, what day you were, your time you were born. And he's like, I told you, I think it's six because I asked him this months ago, <laughs> months ago. I asked him this when I still lived in California and he was like, I don't know, 6am. And I was like, no, I need the exact time. So can you ask your mom? so he's like oh, fine i'll ask my bob because he knows it's the second time i've asked him this but yeah and i told him it's because i wanted to get our charts read now it's because i had the bebita so i was feeling a little sassy so they go to do this and he's like listen i don't want you to put too much into this because i don't believe in this misty woo hocus pocus and she's like well i need this because it's you know a way to control my surroundings and then in the confessional He's like, well, I have the same birthday as Donald Trump. So what does that mean? And then he f- proceeds to do a full on Donald Trump impersonation, which I didn't think was terrible. Not yeah, the pers- Sorry, I'm just going to say we hate this person, both those people. But on the sweet side, it wasn't a bad impression. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was cute. She laughed and we were Love. all. Yeah, I was just like, OK, I'm not upset at this. Chris? Yeah, you know. He, he's going along for the ride. You know, he's a corn-fed ex-something Mormon. I don't know. There's something about him that, you know, he's obviously whatever he's ex. So ex-Christian for sure. So this is definitely not his bag. And he's been taught to think that this is all occulty and not real. You know what I'm saying? So I want to also maybe give him a little amount of grace that, that's the word of the day, where all of this is might be outside of his comfort zone. And he is trying his best, you know, like they go to this beautiful little cafe that I looked up. It was called Feya, F-E-Y-A in London, have these vines. They're kind of known as being a little Instagrammy, but um, they have this, you know, nice lady doing the chart. Now, yeah, he's a Gemini. She says he's a water sign. So that means she's either a scan- Cancer, Scorpio, or Pisces like me was a libra so if you're having if you're listening to this and you want to know what are if you want to know my my thing i was born at 5 35 march 7th p.m or 5 25 i think it's basically the same thing i'm pisces and um i'm leo and virgo or those are all of my like other signs anyway so you can do that for me i am born at one i'm not going to tell you the exact time um in the morning october 22nd 82 
and I am, I don't know what Libra is. Is it an earth sign? I don't know. Or it's a fire sign. Not sure. But my ascending is a Leo and my moon is, I can't quite remember. But... Libra's an air sign. Oh, how do you know that? You looked it up? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I also thought it to be, so I looked up Libra air and I was right. Oh, good. Yeah, I don't, you know, it's not, okay, great. It's not earth or fire, it's air. Wind, earth, wind, and fire. Okay, so, hmm. yeah. So anyways, they go through the do the reading and at some point Cleo starts to cry and his backwards hat was annoying to me. It's like, you know what? I, I get your, like, don't like your hair because it's doing, it's leaving you. Um, however, there's other things you can do. That's what I felt. <sighs> Let me see. I'm going to tell you all of my things. Chris, do you have anything to say? So back, so basically at the end of the day, Christian's like, look, let's call a spade a spade. Is this, is this whole thing going to work out between us? This is like, is this, you know, Cleo's way of getting us to get out? Like, what is it? So basically she's like, maybe maybe not you know we'll see or whatever but kind of yeah you know like probably not gonna work out or whatever because you guys fight and you have you know it's like she says things that are interesting for toxic things it's interesting that cleo cleo says it to have like um an undeniable spark with someone you can't put your finger on why you are drawn to them but also that person can sometimes be your enemy just as like what yeah that's toxic right mm -hmm. i don't mm -hmm. think so so that's all i have to say about them really except that i want to go to that restaurant in london did i say that already um yes Bea. so okay it's on the list <laughs> nicole and misha and sheila and david are who we have last oh, okay let's do nicole and misha okay okay nicola and misha honey we haven't had them in a goddamn minute so like let's pick up so they're you know they're fishing which he loves fishing you know like he's been loving the fish and she's there and she's trying her hardest you know and the tides come in and she like falls a little bit she skins like one leg or the other and he gets really like upset about her he wants to fix it and then she's kind of the one that's kind of like oh it's chill I'm, I'm cool I'm chill or whatever and he's like not chill about it and then in his confessional he's like I never take Misha again to fishing you know, it was the worst thing ever. And it's like, okay, if she was the one being like, we gotta go, I skinned my pinky, you know, like, then yeah, that'd be annoying. But she's literally the one being like, not a big deal, bleeding into the Mediterranean River, honey, like sharks could be coming, not a thing for her. And you're the one making a big deal. Why are you suddenly like, I'll never take her fishing again? It makes no goddamn sense. It's like, you're just being misogynistic. Yes, he is being misogynistic. The reason why he doesn't want to go with her is because she was basically telling him that it's not very far and it's not very hard. Like she was like shitting on a lot of his things. Like she, he's walking and she's like, can you slow down? He's like, Misha, Misha, I walk like a turtle. I'm not walking fast. The Lord Jesus Christ himself was a fisherman. And she's, she, it's just like, how do you, I was also like, how do you fish in the tide? Like, how do you fish with the water coming at you? Which is so interesting to me. So he was like, if you want to fall down, you will die because she was bleeding so she's just like, i know okay. well, it's okay. like he wanted her so badly to be like oh. it's like she yeah he wanted her to be a damsel in distress in that moment and almost like i'm bleeding let me jump into your arms big man and take me back to the safety of the shoreline you know what if and he could carry her though like what if she did just jump into his arms 
he can't carry her. And not because I she, I mean, it's because he can't, I mean, neither, this means nothing about her, but she, he can't carry her. Yeah, he doesn't have the physical strength to do so. So then we have a scene where they talk about the fact that, you know, he, she's going to meet his family tomorrow and he's not excited about it. And she is worried that he's not excited about it. She's very worried about that. So mm-hmm. he, he's just like, basically, she's not going to like you. My mom's not going to like you because you are divorced. And the way he says it, could you, I just can't imagine being somebody who's like living their grown ass American woman life. And then you go somewhere else and someone who has just nothing turns to you and basically is telling you that everyone in his family is going to judge you because you're divorced. And you're like, that's the least of the things that I've done. <laughs> like, my, my divorce is, is, is the thing that makes me not worthy of your family. Not, not my success. Right. And probably you, in your own personal life, you're probably thinking your divorce is one of the best things ever happened to you. You know, in the sense of, you know, I mean, I don't think that every woman maybe thinks that way, but most, I feel like nowadays, like people get divorces because things are going right. <laughs> so <laughs> like, you know, but yeah, like he says that, which is interesting. She tries to, in a way, be as dignified as possible, be like, what are you protecting me from? I don't care what, I think she wants to be like, oh, I don't care what your people think. And he wants to be like, oh, they're going to, you know, uh, think you are a bad person. And she wants to be like, oh, who cares? And he's like, that's why I don't want to tell them. And she's like, you are protecting either them or yourself. You don't have to protect me. He's like, no, I'm protecting you. She's like, don't. Because Misha is a TV professional. A TV professional. So what we see is Amisha then go over to Nicola's mom's house. For some reason, Nicola calls his mom by the first name Nadia or whatever. And you see Amisha walk in, be like, oh, Nadia, Nadia, yes. Nice to meet you. Yes, Misha. Um, yes, here are some flowers. Here are some chocolates. My favorite, Godiva singles, what I used to have on set. My favorite, the sea salt dark chocolate caramels. Let me take you into a world. You know, Misha is like, Misha is going to leave that apartment and then take off the missionist and not give one F about what, what, about what those people think of her. She just doesn't yeah. care. I wouldn't care either. I'm not saying, I mean, those people in the sense of like, I wish them peace. I want them not, you know, but if, if Nadia was like, Oh, look at that. Chris Vera on, you know, I don't know what you're going to say. Having had sex in her life and she's not a virgin. I'd be like, it's okay. <laughs> yes. yes. So that's fine that you think that, you know, like here's the good news. You don't, you don't, rule over what I eat, which is grape leaves, which is what she makes later. Since I know I can have that in my life without you liking me, you have no bearing over me. Yes. Yes. He's like, I don't want them to not like you. And he's, she's like, I don't, I don't care. Care. The first and the only time they're going to meet me, except for when I come here and maybe give them gifts so they cannot like (laughs) me as long as the day is long. And then gets there and he's, she's trying to like, talk and at some point she realizes that he's not in the room and she's like listen you need to come back and be in this room every single time i'm in here then the mother says things in english yes she does she's so i'm like does she speak english she's like they are finished and i was like that is a that is a that is an intricate uh, sentence to say in english and so I, i love that the brother is like his name is andy which is like i never expected that uh at all i mean his name is andrew right what is the yeah yeah. And so it, it, he's Andy. He comes in 
And they're like, we don't know you. Tell us everything. And she looks at, I'm sure she's probably like, well, it's not my fault you don't know anything. So if you have any questions, you should talk to your uh, sneaky ass brother. She also doesn't know how to like introduce herself. She's like, why won't you introduce myself to your mother? I don't understand you. I literally just walk in. You're like, hi, Nadia, this one. And he goes into a room like, you, mom, this is my girlfriend. Like nothing happens. So she hates that. So when it happens again, he's like, you tell, he's like, no, you, you can introduce me. He's like, he speaks English. And then, so she's like, but I want you to say what I'm saying in Arabic for your mom. And that is where he then is like, no, I don't want to tell my private business. It's like, I'm sorry, you are an underground. <laughs> you don't want to tell on national television in front of everyone, your private business to your, you don't want your mom, honey, your, your, the person that Nadia. Nadia, she's rolling your grape leaves right now. She pushed three men out of her. She keep, I mean, honestly, I think that he is fucking insane. So basically, he, she's like, you're being a little tense. And he's like, but this is who I am. And I want to be like, why would anyone want to be you? You'll be a virgin for the rest of your life. I want her out. Makes no sense that she's there. You know? And I, yeah, it's like, they. but look at that feast. You see that feast that that mother made? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm here for it. A hundred percent. Shall we move on? Okay, so let's move on to David and Sheila. Yep, those are those people's names. And Sheila's mom no longer on this on this planet because of this season. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, first of all, can I ask something? Mm -hmm. And this is another audience people because at the end of that episode. Was there a title black screen that said like RIP in memoriam for mm-hmm. Sheila's mom? Oh, there was? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. So I don't remember it. Yeah, no, they said it. I can't remember what her name was, but they put it in there. Okay, good, good, good. So, you know, we're we're going into a fun thing. We're going to go to the beach and, you know, like have some fun times, you know, with the gang. It's, you know, the translating nice lady. Um, Amy Donnerl. and John Rell. But did you notice the sounds that he was making and how... Yeah. Amy was like, did you ask him why he's making those sounds? He has no idea he's making them. And he does, this is like, he makes a sound almost at a metronome pace that she thought that when Sheila was on the phone, she thought it was a phone sound because it was like, you know, it sounds like that, like, it's like a rhythmic kind of grunt. And then of course he gets asked during the confessionals and he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, but I guess Which... in my mind I'm like, okay. So right now, I mean, if that's what okay, you're like, <clears throat> if you make a sound with your throat, right, you can feel the vibration. Which, like, if we all read fucking Miracle Worker, you know, we, we all know how Helen Keller had to like learn how to like Annie mm-hmm. Sullivan her her language, you know. So you hear, you feel that you're like, oh, like is someone? No one's been up to him and be like, oh, hey, buddy, put yeah. your hand here. Like, see how you're? What's that sound? You hear that? Like. What is that sound? And be like, oh, I am, you know, I'm surprised. It really goes to show you how, um, and this is where my heart hurts and profound loneliness steps in, maybe how solitary and isolated he's been. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that, you know, it definitely is interesting that he doesn't know he's making it. Um, Even, I mean, and they're not rude enough to point it out to him, like when he's actually doing it, because she could have easily been like, or something. But she doesn't. And uh, so then it takes a long time to get to whatever beach place they're going to. They finally get there. They're skipping rocks. They play the slap hand game because he doesn't really know how to 
uh, relate to John Rell. He doesn't know what to do. So he just tries his best at every different time. But also John Rell has no interest in being like personable at all. Like John Rell is like, ha- like has no social skills. He is not talkative. Oh, sorry. Did I upset you? I said he has no well, social I'm skills. I'm trying to think. It's like, how, how, well, how does it, how, what do you, I guess I'm trying to think what you might be expecting of like a young Filipino you know nine-year-old just thinking of a 12 year old boy he's 12 okay 12 boy his mom his mom you know his mom's on this reality show his grandma literally just died you know like he's meeting some white gentleman who can't hear and doesn't say anything to him either and he's the adult but it is so interesting because the minute that she like brings it up it's like he looks over and he just starts yeah like doing the slap thing of like who can slap the hand and thumb more and it's like instantaneously a connection is made through play that is non-verbal and it's like it's you know i'm just not to be like a nightmare but you know i am is i've been taking stupid clown classes right like non so it's just like it isn't language of gameplay and play that gets people on board immediately in this weird visceral way that's like you know what we're doing we know what we're doing we're doing this thing (laughs) and it's like then joy and everything comes out of that it's it's it was it i actually loved this scene for that i like i thought it i thought it was incredible it was incredibly specific and remarkable how it happened. Oh, good. I still would like to think of John Rell as being like a, so, has having no social skills. <laughs> That's my joke about John Rell. So, okay. And how does you remember that his mother and grandmother just died? What? So just like remember the fact that his grandmother just died and you really go ahead and complain about his social skills, but you know, you do you. I hope you can sleep at night. Thanks. I shall sleep well. It's like a baby. <laughs> like, like a child. Uh, uh, anyways, so I mean, like, yeah. So they have a scene where he says he doesn't want to come to the U.S. And David's like, okay, well, I'll be your dad. And it's just a I lot of. I will be your father, big. Put your hand in mine. I will be I love George Michael, honey. You can't. You can't. You can't see me some George Michael, honey. I love me some George Michael. Okay, I do. I really love. Um, I love the fact that he wrote "Careless Whispers." Yeah. Of a good friend to the heart and mind. <laughs> uh, anywho, so yeah, we also fun. have. A, oh, sorry. We also have another conversation about money. Oh, they. Oh, I missed that. I was packing. Tell us about it. So it was kind of like. It's funny because Sheila starts to kind of also hint at this. I want to know if he has enough money to support us, you know, which is interesting because half of us can be like, okay, is the alternative where you are now, which feels maybe this is a, like a definitely might be a step up from that. I mean, maybe, but, or not like, you know, I'm, he has two jobs. He rents a place. She's like, if we move to America, is there a room for my son? And the answer is right now, no. He has a one-room apartment. I think in her mind, she was like, apartment, oh, he rents? Like, she didn't even know if maybe he had a house or rent. Again, you know, like, I don't, you know, Why has mentioned this in other places that there, you know, country land laws are different than people just own play or just have places. There's no renting that house, you know? So we don't know what she understood, you know, anyway. 
it's yeah. all very different. And so she wants to kind of know like monetarily what he can do as well as she says, like she wants to make sure that he can, you know, like provide for her and her son at the same time. It's like, but what are the other options? They like who like, and I mean, I love you, but this house is not being provided for. I don't know what you're, I mean, if is the other options, are you wondering that there's other men that could provide for you more? And if so, like, can you tell me more about those options? Exactly. Yeah, no, he can't provide for them. I, this is what I was saying the last time we talked about them and he couldn't afford the 1700. Like he cannot, he shouldn't be doing this with the funds that he has. He doesn't have enough money to support her and a child. $800 a week is not enough. It's not enough. I, I don't make enough for myself and I make more than $800 a week. So like he, mm -mm. Nebraska, maybe, maybe, I mean, Nebraska probably pretty cheap, but like clothing, food, shelter, he's just feeding himself right now. And then going to the arcade paying pinball and then having a couple of drinks at the local bar, like his life is going to completely change. So um, if they did have a money a conversation about money, I'm happy for her because she's really smart to ask these questions now. Like who's paying for the translator and who's paying for like this meal? They go to this restaurant and I'll tell you this restaurant serves them every yummy thing possible. At one point they get ramen. At one point they have pizza. At one point John Arell's, what looks like he's like yumming down on a mango smoothie. I mean, the ramen in itself, I, I was like whilst looking at that ramen and like wanting it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Listen, it says what? Mercury determines how you communicate and talk, you and me. Mercury determines how you communicate and talk, think Whoa, and process what? information. It also indicates how you learn. It is the mind's planet. Your Mercury is in Libra, meaning your intellect sees both sides to every situation. Okay. Anyways, that's just a little bit about our Mercury. Okay, you guys, we made it through. Thank you so much for joining us. If you would like to support your girls and do $10 a month at patreon.com slash docusweeties, you can do so. You get a live very first Monday of the month. You get the episode 24 hours before anybody else. And it also just truly helps us to do this podcast and to pay the folks to help us do things with the podcast. So we're so grateful and thankful. Yeah, um, it supports us so that we can get our green juices and our charts read. You know, like we need, you know, we need... A, pilates and we need like someone to organize our houses and we like you know oh, i just have to have things and so if you can just give us money for those things that would be great you know i watched somebody on uh tiktok say that the three things that she does that are high maintenance so that she can make her life low maintenance this is one she pays for a professional organizer to come and help her out once a month she two pays for someone to come and clean her home twice a month and uh three i can't remember the third one but those uh, first two those first two were key i was like yes you're absolutely correct this is you have to do this for yourself this these are great things the organizer i'm just you know i had a lot i'm sorry we'll we'll end this episode don't worry if you're still listening but uh yeah i had a conversation with uh our friend morgan and morgan said that her she has yeah she has an organizer that came in and i was like oh she comes back and i was like Oh yeah, that makes sense. They would come back because you accure more things and you have to get rid of things and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like, I never thought of having. First of all, I never had my house organized at all. But I can't even imagine. And this is just like extra problems. I can't even imagine having a person come back. But I guess it's just it's just, it's like cleaning. But to me, it's like I think that if you just get your home organized and you have someone cleaning, I can't. What are you getting that has to be like also put away by organizer? 
I would need somebody to tell me, hey, these are your patterns. It looks like you're not cleaning up after yourself afterwards or you're not making time to do whatever. Or, hey, like, you know, you're keeping things in order. Good job. Good job. So, like, what else can we do? Like, da -da 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 -da. I don't know. But it, it's a good thing. And I was like, ooh, once I, once I become a lady, I want an adult, I will get those things too. Because this it doesn't come natural to me. I mean, I need somebody to do my kitchen to do this bookshelf here to like tell me what I need. And there's just many rooms to get done. Mm -hmm. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining us. You should consider doing those high maintenance things so that it keeps your life low maintenance. Um, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.